Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Your Retirement Unbroken with your host, Merritt Strunk. Merritt is a licensed fiduciary and financial advisor who always places your needs first. Merritt works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for, and he can help you too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Merritt Strunk. Hey, this is Merritt Strunk. Welcome again to the Retirement Unbroken show and podcast. I'm also the president and lead advisor from Momentum Financial, and I want to welcome Matt McClure, our senior producer for the show today. Matt, what have you done for your country lately? <laughs> well, you know, I've tried to do all that I can. Um, basically, since we just went through the holidays, I ate a lot of food um, and probably slept a little too much a few a few nights. But, you know, the rest of the year, I don't get much sleep. So there we go. I was, I was catching up. <laughs> one of my uh, one of my uh, uh, roommates in college, uh, his father was a colonel in the army, and every time I'd answer the phone when he'd call, he goes, "What have you done for your country lately?" And I was like, "You know, I'm a college student. Is there anything I'm doing for my my, my country lately?" All right, so I want to thank all of our retirement unbroken nation listeners that are here today. Um, welcome. You know the drill. We're here to give you information, education, so that you can unlock what is possible for your financial future. Um, if you've never been to our website, that's retirementunbroken.com, drop by, drop by there, uh, you know, check out the information, other podcast episodes, you can access those there. Uh, you can also uh, click the button there for a complimentary consultation. And in that, you know, if you take us up on that offer, what a, what a great opportunity to kick the tires, look under the hood, do an inspection for your financial plan at no cost or obligation. By the way, we'll look at your retirement accounts. We'll look at your rate of return. We'll look at the fees inside of your uh, portfolio. We'll talk about uh, net worth projections, income projections, taxation, social security maximization, <gasps> if that isn't a lot. And that's all for you to get clarity on your situation. By the way, we do this radio show and podcast, and you can access it anywhere you access podcasts. So a lot of folks like to listen to it on iTunes or on Spotify, but you can stop by listen to Hey, mowing the grass, doing chores. Uh, you can you can listen to it, hanging out by the pool. I know that sounds weird. We're middle of winter here, but hey, we're in San Diego and we're warmer than most people's, although we have gotten an entire year of rain in about three weeks here. Uh, crazy. So we're getting slaughtered with rain for the last three weeks solid here. And you can uh, also reach us by, you know, the old fashioned way, 858-521-9700, 858-521-9700. Uh, by the way, odd fact here, Matt, the last hardline phone in Norway has just gone away. Really? They are completely hardline phone gone. Doesn't happen anymore. Everyone is cellular. Wow, I didn't even know that. that that's that's insane. Is that like personal phone lines or like businesses too, or uh, personal phone lines? Yeah, personal, personal phone. Yeah. That yeah, I can imagine. Like I think um, I think my mom is one of the last in this country to, to have a hardline phone in her house, and literally all she gets on it are spam calls these days. Yep, spam, <laughs> uh, charitable charitable giving solicitation. I'm sure she was really busy here in the weekend. Um, okay, so. What's up for the show today? We're going to do a uh, breakdown of 2022, uh, talk about the markets, inflation, energy, cost, and things like that. We're going to kind of do a good news, bad news, kind of where the rubber hits the road. And then um, can you get better rates uh, than bank CDs right now on guaranteed rates? And then we're going to talk about the most important things you can do. Here we are, 2023, hard to believe. Um and uh, things you could do to get ready for this uh, year as it's getting started here. I'm sure many of you listening today could agree with us. Thank goodness 2022 is now over with, right? I think we would all say that, that that has been a real punch in the gut. 
2022 has been a real tough one. We got popped in the nose, I don't know how many times for the United States on just the spinning wheel of whatever the bad news was. So yes, you know, it's like, all right, let's just shake the dust off, get ready for a much better year here. Before we get started here, and we're going to, we're going to briefly touch on the markets, what's going on today. We're, we want you to know that, you know, that most life decisions um, include some aspect of financial things, right? Most life aspects, some, some kind of component of financial, which means you may need a fiduciary, a professional financial planner, uh, somebody to be in your corner at some point in your life. And look, even Tiger Woods needed a, a swing coach. You know, it could go back to the go back to the mill, kick the tires, do the inspection, work on the fundamentals of your swing, those kind of things. But we're talking about financial aspects. So when you reach out to us, make sure you mention that you would like your personalized retirement unbroken report. And that'll be a great start to the beginning of the year and help you answer the big questions like if you kept doing what you're doing, where would you end up? right? Is that where you want to be? Or are there better opportunities and strategies for you? So I firmly believe, uh, and and tell me if you think this has got smacking of the truth here, Matt, is um, your financial past does not have to equal your financial future, right? Your financial past does not have to equal your financial future. And that little equal sign that you see in your head there that this equals that, just cross that through. It does not have to determine your rest of your life. It doesn't. So I also say that every second is the next best opportunity for you to get started on your new better plan. But there's a catch folks, right? Here's the catch. You got to do something. You have to take action. You got to make a call. You got to ask those questions, the good ones and take personal responsibility. And here's a little bit of tough love here about the personal responsibility for your financial well-being. There's nobody coming to save you. There's nobody who's going to is, is coming to save you, but you, right? But you, I, I mean, yeah, we'd all like that wrench uncle to, to, to come in there and swoop you up and say, it's going to be okay. Here's a bajillion dollars. You're going to be fine. But for most of us, you know, the odds are, it's up to us. We've got to take personal responsibility for our financial outcome. So 2023 is a great opportunity to invest why the market is down. And if you do that, you can experience and grow in the next bull market when it's ready to take off again. And when it does, it will likely be a violent recovery, right? So good news comes, things, something happen, and then you know, with all the technology in the market today, it probably takes off pretty fast. And uh, you're going to miss that if you are not in on it right now. And this is a great opportunity here in 2023 to get in, start investing if you haven't already, or to reposition. There's a lot of great things right now that you can do. Rebalancing be one of those. Okay, that brings us to the market update. Uh, the S&P right at the last few hours here, really uh, three, three tenths of a percent popped up there. So it's a 0.75, three quarters of a point up. Dow is almost half a point up. NASDAQ is 0.69 up. The VIX, and if again, I say this all the time, but if you don't know what the VIX, V-I-X is, that's the volatility index. And it's also called the fear index. When there's fear and trepidation, that index will go up. So it's kind of a fun indicator. If you've never looked at it before, just type it in and you know, look at VIX. Um, that's a negative 2.45. Well, that's a good sign for today. That's a good sign. Uh, gold came up a little bit, 0.77. And then oil, good news for all of us, went down uh, a negative 4.19%. So that's kind of big. So there was an interesting uh, quote uh, that was um, attributed to Deutsche Bank today. It was on MarketWatch website, and it said 2022 was the biggest outlier year in market history as both stocks and bonds plunged. So I'd like to say to that as a big der. Yes, I know. So they're just saying what everybody else knows. Big der or insert duh, you know, right there. This reminds me of a song, 
I, I read that and I was like, it, when when both stocks and bonds are down, if you're not if you're investing like an average Joe, well, there just really isn't a lot of opportunity. You're going to take the the elevator down to the ground floor with the market. There's a song, and Matt, you probably you know are going to click on this. There's a Motown song by Martha Reeves and the Vandellas, and the song is called Nowhere to Run. Oh, yeah. Nowhere to run to, baby. Nowhere, Nowhere to hide. To hide. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do. You know that kind of deal? Well, when stocks and bonds are down, where are you going to run? Where are you going to hide? If you're the typical retiree that when I mentioned Motown and that song, Nowhere to Run, and you knew exactly what I was talking about, then you... There's a big chance, actually, that you may have a 60-40 portfolio, a 60% uh, equities and 40% bonds. And uh, as we've covered before in the show, 2022 uh, is the worst market in a century for the 60-40 portfolio. So if you're a retiree, you're out there, you're in the drawdown period of your life where you're taking distribution of your assets and you have something a very stereotypical 6040 um you know from from your planning source you would have gotten just you know you would have gone down with the market you would experience something very similar with the market odds are um another interesting point uh, which is nice because you know we just we live on the earth we live on the planet earth we're a globe and the United States is now more integrated with everything that's happening in, in the rest of the, the planet here. France's inflation rate fell. Um, it fell to 6.7. And that was in comparison to a 7.1 in November. Well, look, you know, what I'm, what I'm thinking is if our inflation rate is going down now, and it was like 6.7 and France a being leader, you know, developed nation in Europe, um, and its inflation rate is going down. This bodes well for what we want to see, you know, some cooling down of prices and cost of things. So that's a good sign. I really like it. It's a good sign that we're headed in the right direction. Whether or not that's going to influence the Federal Reserve and their intention to continue to raise rates in order to get that inflation down to two, you know, and then it's it's. It's like the guy who can't dance and has had a little too much to drink. He's just wrecking the dance floor. The Fed is wrecking the dance floor. He's bumping into everybody. People are getting bumped off the dance floor. So that's what the Fed's doing. They're going to try to get that down. And now for some financial wisdom. It's time for the quote of the week. Bring it on, brother. Yeah, we do. And we actually have, a, a, it's a little bit of a two for one special this time around. You know, we're just, we're giving them away uh, the, uh, this uh, episode of uh, Retirement Unbroken here. Uh, the first of our quotes of the week this time comes from Robert G. Allen, um, who is an author, uh, an influential investment guy as well. And he said, quote, how many millionaires do you know have become wealthy by investing in savings accounts? I rest wow. my case. Wow. <laughs> yes, I rest my case. I love that part of the quote. I rest, like drop the mic, walk off. Exactly. That. Exactly. That there's a there, a very short list of people in in that uh, as an answer to that question. Uh, probably none. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've got number two here for our second quote of the week coming from the world of sports from Venus Williams, as a matter of fact, former number one in both singles and doubles tennis in the entire world around the entire globe. And Venus Williams said this one time, and I think this is very appropriate, especially coming through this year that we've just been through. Right. She goes, quote, I don't focus on what I'm up against. I focus on my goals and try to ignore the rest. Very mm -hmm. wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, boy, wouldn't that be great for a lot of those folks who are social media addicted and they see the very best version, tailored, retouched version of everybody else's life. And that's getting a lot of teenagers down. A lot of 20 something millennials are getting down going, Where's my life in comparison is not quite as good as that. You know, Venus is saying, look, I'm a competitor. I'm not worried about that other person over yeah. there. You know, I just play my game. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, Robert Allen, and I, I remember some of his books from back when I was a, a kid and absorbing. I mean, I was one of those odd, freakishly odd kids reading these books and getting cassette tapes and listening to those things, writing it down and, and then regurgitating it back. You know, I was that was Tony Robbins, man. There, People are like, what's 
spouting out of your mouth. And <laughs> and Robert Allen was one of those authors. And he's got a quote that uh, I will share with our listeners here because I think it's just so awesome. Don't let the opinions of the average man sway you. Dream and he thinks you're crazy. Succeed and he thinks you're lucky. Acquire wealth and he thinks you are greedy. Pay no attention to him and he simply doesn't understand. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So ignore the dream killers, right? And then when you succeed, they're going to say that oh, I was lucky, not skill, not effort, not hard work. Um, and then acquire wealth and he thinks you're greedy. Shame on you for being wealthy. Yeah. I, hey man, I, I failed and succeeded and failed and succeed, right? In those kind of things. So look, don't pay any attention to him. Rah, just nuggets. Robert Allen is just golden, man. So that brings us to kind of, um, we said we were going to hit some big takeaways from 2022. And for many of you, this is going to be a review, but of course we're reviewing what happened in 2022. And then that will prepare us into some comments about 2023 here. Yeah. 2022. It's funny. We're meeting with some of our clients and say, you know, we're so used to saying, this is how well you did. And we're talking about how, how well your investment portfolio did. And now it's a conversation of how much did you participate in the downside of this market as opposed to the upside, you know, and those are tough conversations. However, not as tough as some other folks, right? When you, when those folks who are not using, say, tactically managed portfolios, who have a passive managed, uh, passive managed portfolio, say maybe an index fund, that that's going to hurt. You're going to get hurt. So we know, as we talked about uh, last episode, and kind of touched on it a little bit earlier here, the S and P approximately is down somewhere around close to twenty percent in 2022. So year year end, the Nasdaq. Uh, had been down, I think, as low as a negative 39 at one point, but it uh, somewhere more closer to a 35%, negative 35% by year in 2022. That is just meat on the bone, more information related to some of those data points we hit. And so inflation being the biggest factor here. So inflation was somewhere close to, say, uh, almost close to, to a little over, actually, from what I remember, 9 nine plus percent at its worst and now has come down you know recently here back down to 7.1 uh, i think it even came a little bit lower in the 6.7 area uh so you know here we are in america we're finally beginning to feel a little relief uh after all of our prices went sky high um interestingly um there is yeah, new news that I got this morning was that the entire state of Colorado is out of eggs. Bummer. The entire state? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not about inflation so much as you know supply chain sort of issues is because the what I heard was there's a a uh, new rule which says no more caged chicken product, you know, eggs. It has to be uncaged, non-caged uh, chicken uh, eggs that are going to be sold. Okay. Uh, well, I, I suppose somebody who didn't think about the implications of that ruling or that rule uh, wasn't planning on there being a shortage of uh, uncaged chicken eggs. And now, but, you know, there's some big providers of those things. So if, if, if uh, say, California also gets its eggs from some of those big producers, we're going to continue to get caged chicken eggs and Colorado is out of it. So very interesting here. Yeah. Wow. I'd say a supply chain, you know, probably more than say inflation. There. And yeah. Well, so, and they've been dealing with bird flu and all that too has really done a number on, on the poultry industry to begin with. So yeah, that's, that's just compounding it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Don't hang out with chickens because you're going to get bird flu. That's right. Is that what you're saying? Right. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. You got to stop hanging out with the chickens, Mary. I mean, really? Yeah. Yeah. So 2022, uh, back to our topic here. I got off the the topic here. Back to, you know, 20, 2022, we saw things like, you know, obviously grocery, food, fuel, obviously rent up like really high prices, you know. So our inflation rate now, I mean, it has fallen five straight months in a row. And it's expected to continue its descent in, throughout 2023. And, you know, our friendly folks at the Fed, wait a minute, that's quite some alliteration. Friendly folks at the Fed uh, are going to make sure that happens. Fa, 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 right? Um, so what else? Well, 
we know the energy cost, right? Energy cost, fuel prices had a global effect, global, right? And a lot of that was the Russian invasion of Ukraine, ruptured global energy supply chain. Uh, we know the uh, the pipeline from Canada to America got killed the first day that uh, you know Biden was in office. Uh, and of course, the uh, decrease in leases and stuff or the United States production pumping of oil uh, was also turned off. And that really, really hit us. So households and businesses, you know, throughout 2022 are all facing higher energy bills and extreme price volatility. Um, and yes, the uncertainty around the war looms quite large. And um, while recently our our winter storm. I don't know if they call that the winter storm of the decade that just got, you know, got in the, in the process here of the United States um, has made energy, you know, a higher demand as well. So I think the only really warmer place was West coast in California. Uh, it, it just felt wrong where we had a day that was really close to 80 degrees um, and the rest of the, the country was going through a, a bitter snowstorm in, in chilly temperatures. So um, even today, say oil went down as we covered here, but gas prices are coming back down from the summer's uh, peak market time and all time high. So I think the, the average that uh, was reported recently was about 3.69 uh, for a gallon of gas here. So, um, you know, if we peaked out average, United States average about five $5 per gallon, uh, then we've come down quite a bit from that. And, you know, food, you know, I'm sure that, um, you know, the New Year celebration, the holidays, uh, when, when um, you know, mom or your spouse or you went out and purchased groceries, you, I mean, you, you just have to be not noticing, intentionally not noticing the, the, the bill at your register um, if, you, if it hasn't rung a bell on you. Right. So according to the USDA.gov website, the food at home, say grocery and supermarket food purchases had increased 12% since November 2021. So you can call that a year ago, right? 12% increase from a year ago. Well, what about the other portion of that? Not just groceries, but hey, man, we're going to go out and have date night. So that's food away from home, restaurant purchases. That folks went up 8.5% since November, 2021. And I don't know if it, in your market that you experience this, you go into a restaurant, you, you sit down, have your meal. When the bill comes, you know, you've got this bill, but then in your market, did you experience a COVID surcharge oh, yeah. of say two or 3%? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that's I, happened. I, not I, everywhere, but it did happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I felt like going, well, why don't you just reflect that on the prices of your food? So we know what we're ordering, not the surprise, you know, kick in certain part of your anatomy at the end <laughs> while the bill comes. You're like, oh, look at that. You know, so that was the other part of that. So if you get an 8.5 plus a three, uh, that's eight, nine, 10, 11. Yes, that's 11 and a half percent if you if you're uh, taking notice here. So also because of the federal funds rate, you know, um, borrowing or financing became a, a lot higher. So in its effort to tamp down these interest rates, um, you know, the Fed has risen those interest rates, was it seven times in the past year? My goodness, seven times. So although the central bank controls just one interest rate, that's the federal funds rate, which the banks pay attention to, to lend money to each other overnight, those actions uh, almost have immediate impact on things like lending and mortgages and car loans and credit rates. I, I'm sure that if you were thinking about you know buying a house, uh, mortgage rates uh, were certainly on top of your mind, and you can see how fast that changes. They got people who you know in those companies they they monitor that very closely, and they'll change it the same day, you know, same day or in anticipation. Um, so having gone through that, what's the bottom line here? You know, what we've seen is that if you're a pre-retiree, you're actually afraid to spend money. People start tightening their belts. If you're anticipating uh, retirement coming up in five years, you know, well, we better uh, tighten the belt on expenses here um, 
because they're afraid to spend their money in, in down markets. They see their 401k and IRA shrinking up. Um, I just wish folks, you know, when they went to the polls, they had paid attention uh, to what's going on with that. If you know, they kind of voted, I vote for worse market conditions. <laughs> I vote for shrinking IRAs and 401ks. Nobody's going to vote for that, but they don't equate that, right? Um, so in in our situation where we deal with clients, we want to help folks, our listeners, our clients, help solidify a plan that will empower you to live the retirement lifestyle you work so hard for. So we're going to pick up where we left off here. This ends this segment here at Retirement and Broken Show. If you haven't stopped by our website or given us a call, please do so. We'd love to chat with you. I do make it a policy to talk with everyone personally. So come on back here with the second uh, segment of the show and join the Retirement and Broken Show with Merritt Strunk. Big changes could be coming, and they may affect your retirement. I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. Increases in costs, market volatility, and fears of a possible recession all have people who are close to retirement worried about the future. Some people who were considering early retirement are staying in the workforce, while others who had already called it quits are going back to work. MarketWatch recently published a list of eight big things retirees and pre-retirees should keep an eye on. Some of them are pretty obvious, like number one, inflation. As the prices of goods and services continue to go up at rates not seen in four decades, just paying for everyday things could eat through your retirement savings more quickly than you thought. Another concern, Social Security. The trust fund is set to be exhausted by the year 2034. Potential changes to save the program could have a big impact on your retirement years. Two items on the list have to do with savings, how much money to set aside for retirement, and how to address a growing gap in that amount versus what most of us have actually saved. Yahoo Finance contributor Vera Gibbons recently reported that the savings gap has been exacerbated by the pandemic, with a lot of folks dipping into their retirement accounts just to get by. We are in an inflationary environment here, and some of the experts I spoke to said, given the fact that costs are going up for just about everything, they expect more people to actually tap into their retirement accounts or contribute less this year. Also keep in mind that people are still quitting their jobs at a record rate, and they, that group may also be tapping into their retirement accounts, too, to cover their costs. Healthcare spending and drug prices are two more things on the market watch list of retiree concerns, and they could be impacted by the last two items on the list. Diabetes, which continues to affect more Americans each year and uses up a good portion of the nation's healthcare resources, and exercise, which could actually bring costs down by helping you stay healthier longer. So, which of these items is your biggest cause for concern heading into retirement? That's a key question to consider as economic uncertainty continues to cause headaches for us all. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. This part of today's show, Your Retirement Unbroken, is available wherever you listen to podcasts and online at retirementunbroken.com. All right. Welcome back. This is Merritt Strunk, host of the Retirement and Broken Show. We just got through talking about what's this mean for you? We just ran through 2022 and all the things that happened related to the financial aspects of your life, the market, you know, uh, inflation, things like that, the prices at the pump in the grocery store. Okay. Um, and what we just said right before the end of the first segment here is that too many folks, pre-retirees or retirees are afraid to spend their money when it comes into down markets, I get it, especially if you're a retiree and you're taking income in the distribution stage of your life and you don't have any guaranteed income. That's going to be tough, right? So we do. When we work with folks, we want to make sure that we take those things in mind, put a plan together that will help you live the retirement lifestyle you work so hard for. Okay. So how can you get started? Well, you can, like I say, just stop by our website or you call it, give us a call. And for those folks uh, who haven't gotten their retirement unbroken customized report, we're going to take a look at all the things. Like we said, IRAs, 401ks, retirement savings accounts, projections on spending, Medicare, how to maximize your Social Security. It's a shame, Matt, how many people 
uh, leave hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table where they could have had that money. So if I said to you, Matt, um, put yourself in, in the position of somebody we might meet across from the table and say, would you rather give hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, to the government of money that you were entitled to, Matt? Are you okay with just letting them keep it? Or would you like that over your lifetime? I'm going to write the answer down here, Matt, so I can take notes while we're talking. Go, go ahead, buddy. I would love that money for myself. And, and you know, if I'm entitled to it, I want it. So let's just say hundreds of thousands of dollars on average for the average married couple, right? And what you're saying, Matt, if I hear you correctly, is nah, better not. I want to keep that. Is that right? I, I want my I want my money. I, mean, I want that money. <laughs> I want my money. Well, I, I totally get where you're coming from, Matt, and I do too. But most people don't check those things out. They don't understand and they don't ask the questions or they don't talk to folks that deal with this all the time. So maximizing your Social Security for a lot of people, married couples, that could be a million dollar decision over their lifetime because you say, I'm going to take it now early or I'm going to take it when I get my full benefits or I'm going to take it later where I have 24% more later on in life for me and my wife. And I want to use this uh, maybe spousal benefit strategy. And then you multiply that by 30 years and subtract the difference between when you said you were going to do it and when the maximizing strategy is that can be hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's folks. That's what I'm talking about. And if you need help figuring that out, Medicare, then, you know, give us a call. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give that number to you, 858-521-9700. Or you can go by the retirementunbrokenshow.com and go by the retirementunbroken.com. Okay, so the good news and bad news about 2022, boy, do I need to even go over it? The market dropped throughout 2022. You know, the headlines are, this is is the, the worst market in in the last 50 years. Uh, the 60-40 portfolio, like I mentioned, the worst performance in a century. Terrible news for retirees, right? If they didn't take advantage of, you know, advanced and evolved strategies like tactically managed portfolios or bond alternative strategies, which we often talk about on this show because people just don't know about them, right? The good news is this in essence, does provide some opportunities. You've, you've got opportunities to rebalance, to re-examine, to uh, get a new fix on your risk exposure, your risk tolerance, and reposition uh, better than. It's so funny. What if you, what Matt, what if you were the average Joe, right, investing in 2008, and you suffered a 40% loss in the market on average, right? Mm -hmm. And that was a terrible time, great recession type of stuff, right? Many people listening today have no idea, you know, what that was like. Well, if you experience this now, then you kind of, you could, you get a a corollary, right? Or something very similar. So can you imagine going, looking in the mirror and go, I did it again. 2008, (laughs) I did it because I wasn't paying attention and never again. Now, Later in life, guess what? If you didn't change your risk tolerance, you didn't change your allocation, you didn't participate with evolved investment strategies, because things have changed. You know, there's different strategies and things that just quite frankly weren't available back in 2008. Then can you imagine looking in the mirror and go, oh, I did it again. Are you tired of doing that? Time to get off the hamster wheel, right? That's no bueno. You can't do that. So it's a good time to get more fee efficient strategies with the assets that you hold or look at a Roth conversion to implement and improve your tax exposure or tax diversification for your retirement. Maybe that's an opportunity, right? So rebalancing, kicking the tires, looking under the hood, reevaluating during this time, we all do that. Like people set goals for their fitness right? What am I doing? I want to stop doing. What do I want to achieve? You know, it's too bad. It takes a new, uh, the, the, the calendar changing for us to take stop and step aside and reevaluate life and what's going on. Well, but you could do that. Now I give you permission. 
to do it <laughs> as if you needed permission. I'm giving you permission to go ahead and do that. Step aside and kick the tires, kick the tires, get a home inspection for your financial situation, right? A smart review. We many times on the show, we've we talked about like a smart review. And like I said, what does that mean? Risk tolerance, rate of return, um, you know, allocation, exposure to international markets, exposure to market volatility, those kind of things. Need a higher rate of return from your safe money? Listen up. It's time to beat the bank CD rates. There is a interesting uh, side effect or side benefit of the Fed funds rate lending rate rise is that um, fixed interest vehicles have improved. We went from a period of low interest rate environment. You, you could barely get anything on your money in, in the bank to where it's gotten a little bit better. So uh, can you beat a fixed rate of return, and I would say the word here, guaranteed rate of return on a CD. You know, when you go to your bank, your credit, and you get a CD, and they generally have terms um, that are one-year, two-year, three-year, four-year, five-year CD type of situation. Can you get better than that? Well, there's some pretty attractive rates that are out there these days on those things. And these vehicles are called MYGAs or M-Y-G-A multi-year guaranteed annuity. And it's not the bank that is guaranteeing that rate. It's the insurance carrier. Why? Well, folks, these companies have existed, many of them, for 100 years or so. Um, I can remember one that uh, uh, took a life insurance policy on Queen Elizabeth and they turned down Napoleon. Get out, right? So these are some of the most conservative institutions on the planet and they're very, very good at knowing what kind of return they have to get in order to meet their obligations to their policy owners. So where the bank is all on the Fed funds rate, the insurance company knows what they'll get on their investments and what their spread is. And they can guarantee many times a higher rate of return than, say, your bank. So it might be better for you if you've got um, this... I don't want to put the money in the market, but I would like some rate of return that's better than bank rate. What can you do? Oh, and that you want it guaranteed, right? So it might behoove you to get educated on these things. There's pros and cons to each one, right? So uh, give us a call if you're interested in, in finding out what are the best rates nationally to do that and get better than your, than your traditional CD. Yeah, I can remember way back when in the 70s where my grandma in uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. Her name was Marie. And I say Marie because it was a Cajun uh, area there, Marie. And Marie would live off the interest on her CDs. Uh, and and you, you used to be old. You, and that's, you could say that. She would say, you used to could. Uh, you used to could live on that, right? You, how you like that for a Southernism? <laughs> I want that. That's my family, 100%. We, I, we said that when I was a kid all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, used to could. And uh, fitting to, oh yeah, <laughs> you know you you know fitting to, oh yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm fixing to, yep, yeah, absolutely heard and, it many times. And how about the I'mo? Not often heard. You have that, to decipher that one. I'mo, that, I'mo do this. I'mo oh, do that. Yeah, yeah. That's almost <laughs> instead like of, that, instead that, of I'm going to. Yeah, I'mo. It's almost like yont to. You know, <laughs> you don't do, you don't do. And uh, the last one I'll throw in there is uh, responding to something in the negative. Like for instance, you don't do, you don't do, you want to. Mm. And um, the answer would be a two word answer. No, nah. So it'd be, you want to go X where, and it, it, they'd say, no, nah, <laughs> no, nah. You could see, use either one, but they had to use both just to make sure they got the point across. <laughs> yeah. Not, not only you uh, deeply Southern, but you're also completely redundant. Right, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> no, 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 uh, -uh. yes. I'm all, and I'm bidding to. Right. Yep. Okay. That, that from the uh, department of redundancy department. Department of, yes. So Marie would live off that interest rate from her CD. And that's been a very, very long time where you got 12% on your, on your CD. Oh my goodness. So 
it may behoove you, like I said, to, to check out those uh, cash on the side, sitting around, get better than bank rate. And what are those options here? Want to know where your hard earned money is going? It's time for an inflation demonstration. Um, there was a study that is referenced on uh, foxbusiness.com and uh, it's about you know inflation retirement savings shortfall in home equity and so on but the the situation here is adult children that would be both me and you we're, we're you know adult children we're adults and i guess mentally we're children is that what they're trying to say <laughs> yes. is that um we are worried to a high degree about the impact of high inflation on our parents retirement savings that's what the study said. And it turned out 60% said uh, that they expressed some concern over inflation hurting their parents' financial situation. And they said they're afraid that their parents won't be able to afford uh, a retirement in later years. And that's that survey. It comes from the American Advisors Group or AAG. Um, I get it. I understand. Because when your parents, say, are in their 80s, you know, or mid eighties or late eighties, and you see this inflation go up and they may be on a fixed income and maybe they need care. You know, they, they may need care at this point. You may be having care come in and helping them. Um, I know this situation very well and we got to make the money stretch. We got to make their assets stretch and work for them where they still can enjoy their lives and still get the care they need. So I totally get this. Um, so this retirement savings crisis is real. So says the study, uh, that many Gen Xers, uh, that would be after the, the, the boomers there, um, adult children are telling us that caring for their parents will be extremely difficult and potentially unattainable. That's a scary part. And that came from that study as well. Now, you know, I was talking to a gentleman today that, um, makes a good living, has assets. And he said to me, I just need to make sure that I have a provision um, where if I get dementia, am I going to be okay? And how's that going to be taken care of? And since uh, dementia is at epidemic proportions globally, um, we've covered that in a previous segment and gave attribution to that on a, a study. It's something like every shocking, like every three seconds, somebody gets a case of dementia, you know, and we're not talking about, uh, forgot where the keys are. It's a serious, uh, brain atrophy, um, having a hard time with that cognitive stuff. There's a natural level of that, that we get to when we're, we're a little bit older, but, um, where you may forget what you're saying or lose track of what's going on or have trouble, you know, hanging in the conversation, but with dementia, that is, um, significant. Um, there needs to be care. And with such a high incidence rate globally, I think it makes perfect sense as a financial advisor that we cover what would long-term care expenses be and what are the provisions of how that's going to be paid for in your financial plan. So if you don't have that in place, then it probably need to have that conversation if it's not part of your financial plan thus far. Um, most people kind of just be like, if it happens, it happens, we'll deal with it at that time. But I do, I do say this, I'd rather be taken care of at home in that situation than be in a state run facility. Um, <clears throat> you may say that, uh, well, I'll be unaware of it. So it doesn't matter. You're still going through it. You're still going through it. And the person who is closest to you has to go through it with you. And they may be cognitively with it. Uh, at that time. And that's going to cause them stress. I dare say they're going to want to supervise the care rather than give the care at that time. Um, Matt, I know that uh, you see some of this up close in, in your life. I too see this up close in my life. And I also see it very closely in many of our clients' lives, their parents. Right. Um, and the stress and worry that they go through yeah. and they may be geographically removed, you know? Yep. So for adult children who are geographically removed from their parents, it becomes a real task on how do you provide the care? Do you bring it in? Can you afford it? Um, how's it going to be paid for? And if you 
don't have that situation and you are the person we're talking about, we're doing planning for you. Um, but let's say that, um, that you're in a situation where you can't possibly cover all the cost if that happens, but it's better to have some, in my opinion, it's better to have some dilution of those costs in your plan and have a provision for it rather than no provision whatsoever in the mix. Because you know, you can call it extended care, you can call it long-term care, but the truth of it is for many people is the uh, geographically closest female child of yours, if your other spouse is not existing, will end up giving that care to you, right? That comes from studies on, you know, that kind of situation that I've read before. <clears throat> and men, I want to talk to you, fathers, husbands, um, it is our duty, whether you raised your right hand and swore on the Bible or not, that you promise to take care of your spouse and your children. And part of that is making sure that this conversation has happened because that geographically closest daughter, if she has to, will give up on her hopes and her dreams and her life and put them on hold so that they can go and take care of mom or you. And um, many times it said that the person who's giving that care will get as sick or sicker than the person they're giving care to. And it's a real bummer. So it's better that that person actually supervises care rather than gives the care. And I could tell you that from, that's a fact. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in that situation, better to go through the conversation, education, at least be aware and educated in that situation. Well, so, and I think too, Merritt, just to, just to chime in on it, you yeah, know, we please. don't, as, as human beings, I feel like, you know, we don't like, we don't like having those conversations. It's just, it's a, an icky feeling for us. We don't like to think about, um, you know, getting toward the end of our life and getting sick, getting toward the end of our life and passing away. Those though are important conversations to have. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm extremely glad that my dad, before he passed almost just a year ago, um, now before he passed and and he had dementia as well he had a different kind of dementia than than the normal memory loss dementia he had frontal lobe dementia so it was a more of a behavioral um thing and uh, and human interaction thing that that was with him but he remembered everything but um you know i mean i'm so glad that he did two things one was he had a good life insurance policy and so that really what meant so mm -hmm. much to us as a family and number two he did some pre-planning um, and had, and had a living will as well. So we didn't have to guess, you know, like before he passed, after he passed, we didn't have to guess. We didn't have to worry about how things were going to get paid for. That was all taken care of. And that meant so much to us. So, you know, when you're doing, you know, some sort of financial planning for, for your future, also take into account those who are going to still be here after you have left this earth. Mm -hmm. Well said. Thank you for contributing that, Matt. You know, it's it's um, it's an odd day, an everyday event. It's an odd day where I don't um, have the word estate planning or trust enter into a conversation. Um, just the the life of a of a financial planner and a fiduciary financial advisor. Um, and you had said living will. Okay, living will. Uh, we'll get probated and there is a cost to getting going through probate. And many times that could take a year or two years, depending on the estate and the backlog of the um, yeah, of the legal offices there. A trust does not pass away. The trust continues to own the assets and it can bypass probate. So I know I know folks right now that we're talking to that have a rather large estate that mom had and, and um, you know, upon her passing, you know, it's going into a year of probate on some rather large assets. And um, it'd be better just to, if, if she had done her planning in a trust, it, it would have been no problem, right? So at the very least, like you're saying, yeah, have a will, you know? And certainly that was nice that the had a life insurance policy because that could skip probate and go straight to the beneficiary tax-free and probate-free. And it also counts for life insurance. What kind of policy do you have? A lot of the policies these days did not exist back when mom was you know younger and may have uh, gotten a life insurance policy where the the policy can have living benefits some policies now have living benefits where you can use tax free dollars to pay for long-term care wow that's really great so um we've covered that before in the show and um so you know getting close to the wrap up here segment i will say that 
this 2023 event, goodbye, good riddance, so long, never want to see you again 2022, going into 2023, take a deep breath, let the rain come through, wash away all the yuck and say, all right, now is the time I'm going to level set on my financial situation and start asking all the questions that I need to do. What don't I know? What should I know? Um, how do I get some level of certainty? Folks, you cannot get, if you're living in the invest like an average Joe reality, what is the invest like an average Joe? It is, yeah, I have the 401k, maybe have a Roth, do index funds and, um, you know, maybe do a bit of speculation. Have an acorn, right? Have an acorn account. So that's investing like an average Joe. If you are doing any of that, chances are very high you've experienced somewhere close to a 20% loss. So if you're tired of investing like a, a an average Joe and you're ready to invest like, then let's get to you the help you need. It it doesn't cost you anything and there's no obligation. You can call us at 858-521-9700 or look up retirementunbroken.com and get in contact with us. Okay, I'll leave you with this thought as we wrap up here. You are responsible for making sure that your future is one of your choosing. We covered that at the very beginning here. But to get there with any degree of certainty, you have to take action. Ask the right questions and get the help you need. Like I said, Tiger Woods has got a swing coach. You would think if anybody didn't need to do that, he would. So get the help you need, do those things, and you are responsible. No one's coming to help you except for you. So I want to leave you with that thought. And the, and the answer is give us a call, 858-521-9700. This is Merit Strunk. I'm the author of Retirement Unbroken Book. You can find it on Amazon and also the host of the Retirement Unbroken show, radio show and podcast. We'll look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Your Retirement Unbroken. You deserve to work with an experienced and licensed expert who will strategically work to protect and grow your hard-earned assets. To schedule your complimentary no-obligation consultation with Merit, visit retirementunbroken.com or pick up the phone and call 858-521-9700. That's 858-521-9700. Advisory services are offered through Momentum Financial and Insurance Services, LLC, an investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through Merit Strunk, an independent agent, California license number 0L7510. Certified financial fiduciary is a FINRA-recognized professional certification.